Oh, what is going on? Okay, here we go. Y'all, y'all know I'm on a new platform, so it's been it's been trying for you, girl, but I'm getting it together. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Savon, and you're tuned into I'll Grab the Wine. I'll Grab the Wine is a show for the girls and the gals who sometimes need a little wine to say what's on their mind. Here we celebrate success, blackness, and womanhood. So grab a glass and listen fast, and I'll grab the wine. Y'all, it's almost Valentine's Day. It is almost Valentine's Day. And because it's almost Valentine's Day, there is no other person in this entire planet that I would rather talk to to get ready for Valentine's Day. But first things first, before we even get on the topic of today, shout out to all of our sponsors. Shout out to Say My, ne Say My Name Media. If you're looking to increase your online presence through graphic, photography, videography, web design, be sure to check out www.saymyname.com. Beauty on a budget, everything is $30 or less only at Faceoff Boutique, www.faceoffboutique.com. For all of what makes Dallas complete, be sure to check out www.completemagazine.com. That's complete with a K. Y'all, let's get into it. Let's bring on our first guest. And she's going to tell you all that she does because this is a grown-up show, y'all. This is this is for the girls and the gals today. So we're going to bring on Miss Candy. Hello, Miss Lamb. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. I'm trying to unmute your mic. Hold on. You got to unmute yourself. My bad. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, hey, boo. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing better now that I know we're about to have this convo. Hi, girls. <laughs> I was actually sitting here trying to share right now. Okay, thank you for sharing. Okay, you have to tell the girls who you are. Okay, so my name is Candy J. I am a certified clinical sexologist through the Dr. Rachel Institute and the American Colleges of Sexology. I focus on putting the oohs and the ahs back into your relationship, but I offer so much more. Um, I'm uh, premarital counseling, marriage counseling, life after infidelity, um, dating after divorce, um, and I offer all of these things through one-on-ones, group counseling, seminars, uh, courses like my 30-day Spice Up Your Sexy Challenge that starts in March, but I mean, I'm sure we'll get into all of that in a minute. <laughs> but that's just a little bit about me. Oh, wait, and I forgot how it all started. A bedroom candy consultant, number 7021. <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all. So I'm Miss Candy. Uh, who, uh, I met you through... LA, my bestie. LA. Yeah, I met you through LA. And I couldn't, I, I was like, I'm trying to put my mind around like where we actually physically met at. Um, at the hair show, international hair show. You're exactly right. And so, um, and the reason, y'all, the reason why I'm like trying to like figure this out is because since I met her, it's been up. Like I've always wanted to know what she's doing. I always want to know what she's at. Like anytime I see her, it's a good time. Like that's why I'm just like, how do we even meet again? Because she's like one of those genuine people. Like once you meet, it's like, she's part of you. Like you don't even remember the start date because it's like, she's been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. so, she is such an incredible person and we're going to be talking about grown up stuff today so we are going to be talking about the sex okay yeah. mm. 
if you're not ready for this conversation or if this is a little bit too much for you, I want to be open. It's perfectly fine, girl. Catch us next week when we're talking about the relationships. But today we're talking about the sex. <laughs> because to me, that is a very important part of the relationship. But who am I? Absolutely. Okay. Sure. So first things first, I like how you said you put the oohs and the ahs back into a relationship. How do you lose those? Oh, my goodness. Um, so through my coaching um, service, I get to talk to so many different people. I'm also a, um, a marriage boot camp coach. And if you've never heard of marriage boot camp, um, its founders were Jim and Elizabeth Carroll. And they were reality stars. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had their own uh, show called Marriage Boot Camp. And it was on for seven seasons. It's still on now, but they're not a part of it. But I'm a part of it in Frisco, right? And so you get to meet all of these different people. Um, and there's so many different reasons why people lose all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be kids. You know, um, it could be um, they never really were friends. So once some things started to happen in their relationship, they fell apart. Um, It could be um, health issues. Um, I mean, there are just infidelity happened and now the trust is gone. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I come across so many different scenarios where they've just or or sometimes it's work and they've gotten so busy that they forgot how to be intimate with one another. And they forgot that the core value of their relationship is friendship first and then intimacy and intimacy doesn't have anything to do with sex. Right. Intimacy. I'm sick of everybody coming on my show and trying to read me in my in my situation. That ain't what I made this show for. I made this to help other people. This ain't no counseling session. Y'all ain't gonna get on here and embarrass me in front of my homegirls. I'm sick of it. I sorry. <laughs> but it's so true. Like, like just hearing all of the, the ways like you can get out of the mood. It's just like, whoa, like you don't think of it until you think of it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I personally just going through like and experiencing somebody that like was always so into work. Mind you, like I li- like I like helping a man get to where he feel- feels like he can be. But um, sometimes that's like overwhelming to where you just kind of feel like, like, okay, but when are we going to start being friends again? When are we going to start being in love again? When are we going to be together again outside of work? Like, do we have love outside of work anymore? Because it kind of seems like the only love that we have is when we're in love and working. So mm-hmm. don't put my card. It's too early. You just put it on. I mean, honestly, I always tell everybody that the the foundation of every good relationship is friendship. Mm-hmm. If you guys are not friends to begin with, then go back to the beginning. <laughs> and learn how to be each other's real friend good times bad times um flat tire on the highway health issue whatever all of those things compiled will make you lose so much in a relationship and so if you don't have that foundation to stand on mm, it might not work just might not work and it's 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 so sad because like i feel like just from personal experience that you experience people and you start creating these, um, you know, these ties, these intimacies ties. And then once, you know, you figured out like, hey, this isn't for me anymore. It's just like, uh, this is so difficult to detach. Like, it's mm-hmm. so difficult to remove myself from this situation, even though I know that it's not serving me. Right. Um, 
And it's just like, I can totally, 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 totally understand the loss of intimacy. And it is so crazy. So, okay. So now we've talked about losing it. Um, how do we identify, like, how do we identify this, this loss and move forward? Well, first of all, the, I mean, the obvious thing is that we're not having sex anymore or when we do, it's few and far between. Um, like I have a couple right now. Mm -mm. Oh, I think we lost you. I'm certain we lost you. Are you, am I back now? Yeah, you back. Okay. Um, I had a couple that uh, didn't have sex for six months. I didn't have a couple. I had a couple that didn't have sex for a year. Um, <laughs> and so that's one of the, the signs right there. Um, well, I, hold on. I just, oh my God. I, maybe I'm a bad person. Because immediately when you said that, I said, I'm cheating. Oh, that's bad. And that's what happens sometimes. I gotta do better because that's immediately what I said. <laughs> like the six months, I was like, hey, okay. A couple? You said one, like calendar year? I'm cheating. But no, I'm not. I'm a better person than that. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead okay. and continue because that messed me up. <laughs> I mean, that's one identifier right there. Um, the intimacy is gone. And, and so many times people think about intimacy and they say it's sex. It's not about sex. Mm -mm. It's about um, knowing that person, right? And knowing their love language and knowing how to um, speak to that love language. For instance, if I am a physical touch and quality time person, I don't feel loved if you're not spending time with me and you're or and sitting on the couch watching uh, Married at First Sight, which happens to be my favorite show, um, or <laughs> or kissing me hello, kissing me goodbye. You know, those are my things, right? So I don't feel loved if you don't do those things. Um, for people that um, are words of affirmation, if you're not telling them that they are beautiful or, oh my God, you did so awesome on this show tonight or, you know, whatever the case oh may be. Oh my God. You just, uh, this is a bit much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I reading your, your book? Am I reading? Well, and you pulled my card at this um. point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit much. Like, all right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and think about it, gifts, um, if you, and, and think, so many people think about gifts as like, you got to really spend a whole no. bunch of money. No, it's the value of whatever it is. Like, um, one of my friends, if you get her a journal, oh my God, we're journal buddies. If you get her a journal, she will love you for life. Okay. Um, it's the small things. It's the simple things. It's the, it's a thought, whatever. Yes. Thought into, right? Oh my gosh, Candy. I was dating this dude. I was in this man, excuse me. He um he would travel a lot for work. And so any little anywhere he went to, he would get me like, he would just get me something, like just from wh wherever he was at. And he would be like, I, I got this for you. And I would be like, You're in a whole nother country, like with how many other beautiful women, and you got me like something for me. And he mm -hmm. wouldn't understand why, like, I would just like like just melt at that but i'm like Absolutely. you're like 
15 hours away and you thought to pick this up for me. Like, come on now. Like, come on. Hello? <laughs> it's such a true thing. Like, I think love languages are very important. That's why um, I think I told y'all on my show before. I can't remember. Um, we've been we've been at it for a long time, y'all. We've been at it for a year. So sometimes I forget the conversation. So thank y'all for staying here. But um, I said it before and I'll say it again that loving your partner and your love language is not okay. Like you have to love them in theirs. Right. And right. um I just, and that's why it's really important to identify yours. And I know that when I'm dating people personally, I ask like, that's one of my like get to know you questions, like upfront, like what's your love language? So I can understand like, you know, how to approach this because if I as my love language, that may intimidate you. It may scare you off or you may think I don't even like you when I'm totally into you. So yes, mm-hmm. important. Absolutely. And then you got to think about those people that um, are acts of service as well. And and here's my here's what was my struggle in ma- my marriage. It was words of affirmation and acts of service. <sighs> because I do already and I do for you because I love you and I care about you. But when there was specific things that you expect to be done, then I was like, oh, God, it's like pulling teeth, but I had to learn how to compromise and go, okay, no, this is not for me, it's for him. And it made a world of a difference. And I believe that communication really plays a role in, you know, whatever your love language is. It's like, don't be upset with me because I'm not 100% sure about what that looks like. Um, I may not be 100% sure about what that looks like to you as well. So just like exercise patience when you're learning somebody and their love language. And um, I just know for me, I was I've been with somebody on and off um, for a few years now whose love language is um, acts of service. Mm. And so for me to just be like, um, I think god divinely put it in me to just be a natural servant to the people that i'm around so any all of my friends can like vouch for me that like if i'm in your corner that's it that's all so he had he had never ever experienced somebody loving him in his love language and because he did it caused turbulence because um fear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like what am I supposed to do? Like, I've always had to teach people, right. this is what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. And it was just like a whole bunch of mixed emotions coming from his end when I knew myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what I loved. I knew what I, knew what I liked. Like, don't do like that. Do like that. Like, <laughs> like, everything about me was that. And so right. kind of coming into a new situation, like, where, I, like, and, okay, since you were already pulling my card, I might as well put my situation out there. But, um, like he was coming from women who had like who were extre- like they were extremely well off compared to me and so they had money but they didn't know how to be partners mm. so like he him moving from that and having like a, a better financial situation like as far as the household and coming to me and realizing like hey maybe I'm not the breadwinner but like, but. You're, like I'm a really great partner. I'm a really strong partner. Mm-hmm. Dynamic for him. And he had to really, like, step back and realize, like, what do I want more? Like, do I want to, like, stick it out with somebody who, like, may or may not be good for me? Or do I want to be with this person who is actually a genuine person from start to finish? But 
she hasn't really gotten to where they're at yet or maybe she never will and maybe i'll always be the breadwinner you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it was just really it was a really different dynamic and um i appreciate our time and space together but um it just made me realize personally which i don't know about y'all but it made me realize being in that situation like you got to be with somebody who know themselves like inside out backwards like and that was just something i found out and it was okay like all right and, and you know what? Sometimes people um, find themselves in a situation where they thought they knew everything about themselves and then they don't. And then they go on this new exploration journey because you got to realize that new people bring new challenges. And those challenges, oh, Lord, they can be something. But it's all about how you navigate through those new challenges and finding yourself. And that's that's a great journey, you know? Um, finding something else new about yourself is amazing because you're like, oh, well, I didn't know I like that. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, but it can be scary at the same time. And you just kind of have to embrace that and hug it and let's go. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. In the car home, girl, we're going to the top. <laughs> that part. <laughs> so I think we said a lot there and I want to move forward because like I said, this is for the for the grown people. And even though, uh, of course, of course, the relationship is a foundation of great sex. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's how you get to the big O. If you haven't been there yet, it's the mm-hmm. foundation. So mm-hmm. moving forward. So now we've corrected, you know, now we've addressed, you know, why we're not getting there. We're, we're like moving into the friendship and understanding like, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Now we're to the bedroom. How do we do it mm. well <laughs> what what aspect are we talking about because right now i'm teaching a course called spice right and spice stands for me uh sensuality passion intimacy communication and excitement and so all of those things kind of cover all of the things that you could be doing in the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like preheating the oven. Hmm. How do we okay. do that? So let's talk about that real quick because this is a very real show, okay? And this is for the women. So how important is foreplay? Oh my God, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything. Okay, because if if you're not getting us all aroused, I'm just saying, or know what you know what gets you aroused. How are you going to tell somebody else? First of all, that's number one, and number two, how are you going to let yourself go to get there? Right? I mean, because you got to know that. Oh, uh, I like my nipples bit just a little bit, or I like them kissed a little bit, or I like my neck, you know, grazed upon it and, and flow kisses. Don't lick it. Don't lick it. No, just just all the kisses come down, come down, you know. Um, or that I like my inner thighs rubbed and massaged before you get okay, to that. Candy. So if we t- how we tell him that because you know men, you know how men can get. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some men, somewhere men are very secure and they really want to just please you, but other men get like offended when you try to tell them like, mm-hmm. don't what do you do? So what you do is you create a safe space um, for uh, having that intimate conversation. And so I tell people that either you can make sure that it's not in the bedroom or anywhere that you would really have sex all the time. So it could be at the coffee shop at Starbucks. It could be um, walking through Target or Walmart. It could be on the couch where you don't really have sex, but, you know, the bedroom is your thing. Whatever the case may be, wherever you feel safe, it could be in your house. It could be on your patio, whatever. And then preface everything 
everything with there's no there's no sarcasm there's no judgment here it's just me expressing what i like and it's no judgment on you or what you do this is what i like Mm -hmm. and when you put it back on yourself a lot of that fear comes Mm -hmm. out because you're putting it back on yourself this is what i like right not what you're doing wrong this is what i like Mm-hmm. And a lot of times guys will let their, their guard down a little bit because it's like, oh, she's just trying to tell me how she like it. And but you just still have those cocky ones that are like, nah, I know how to please you. Well, if the conversation is not open about it, then I can't have sex with you. So I like and and that is an upfront conversation when especially when you're having issues, right? Because I'm not being pleasured. I'm not being pleased all the way. Um, For instance, I had a guy one time, and I tell this story all the time. I had a guy one time bit my clit. I don't know if I liked it. (laughs) Have you ever had your, I mean, I don't mean like a just a nibble. I mean a type bite, ma'am. Yeah, he took a bite. He took a bite out of crime, okay? So... And my immediate reaction, and mind you, this was when I was like 21. Uh, my immediate reaction was, oh! <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was just automatic. Like, no, this hurts. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But even, even at 21, it, it was still, I took a delicate, you know, I took it delicately how I was going to tell him this because after I pushed him away, he was like, what's wrong? I said, me. I, don't, I don't like biting. And he was like, oh, that's what my ex-girlfriend like. And I was like, okay, I'm not your ex-girlfriend. I'm telling you. I'm the new one. Okay. <laughs> So how important is it? How important is it to have like a conversation prior, like to even engaging in sex? Like, is that something that you should do, shouldn't do? Like, right out. Well, even when I'm talking to pre uh, in premarital counseling, that is a topic that we stay on for at least two weeks mm. um, about how to approach it and having those deep conversations. And they get, and a lot of times they get it out um, and they discover so many things that they did not know about their partner, even if they had been with them for you know, a while. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you like this? But wait a minute. Oh, you don't like when I do that? I, you never told me. Well, I was never in a safe space that I thought it was okay mm-hmm. to be able to tell you because anytime I say anything, it's like rah, rah, rah. And this is coming from men and women. Don't get it twisted. I know that's right. I already know. Because oh. some women, it kills me. Some women be like, he should just already know how to please me. No, baby. He's never been with you before. So teach him how to love you. Teach him how to caress you. Teach him how to please you. Teach him how to uh, lick that clit like you want him to. Do you like fingers? Do you not like fingers? Have you masturbated for yourself? Do you know what you like? Do you know how many licks it takes to get to the center of the lollipop? Okay. Uh, uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I think that, I think in general, that it is a conversation that is intimidating, especially when you're first dating. But as a person that, um, 
okay, we're being transparent here. As a person that will leave you if your sex is bad, um, I have to say that I admire people who are transparent about the way that they engage in sex. And I, I, I appreciate people who are transparent about, um, you know, their prior experiences because it kind of helps us get to like a place of understanding. Mm-hmm. So since we're talking about it, um, we also have to talk about safe sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you approach the conversation of getting tested, being tested and, um, you know, status? That goes back to creating the safe space. Um, this should be a conversation way before you have sex, you know, um, my thing is in that getting to know you stage, these questions should come up, you know, um, and a lot of times it should flow in the conversation, just like we're having a natural conversation here. Um, somewhere in there, it should be like, oh, you know, you had sex with your last girlfriend six months ago. OK, well, have you been tested since then? Hmm. And some people are going to be taken aback because they're not used to people asking that question sometimes. But we need to normalize that. No, for real. <laughs> because STIs and STDs are for real. And yep. so we have to know, you know, herpes is going rampant. Um, gonorrhea is still out there. Chlamydia is still out there. AIDS is still out there. Although these these things have been medically, you know, transformed and you and you won't die from it. There's ways to suppress it, all of those things. You still don't want to live with a disease. I'm telling you. And if you have to, that okay, that's a whole different show, right? But if you're out the gate, you know you don't have anything, or you should know, right? Then you should be comfortable enough, and you should be bold enough to ask that person, hey, when's the last time you got tested? Mm-hmm. What were your results? Mm-hmm. And you should be grown woman or grown man enough to say, well, I have herpes. Well, I have AIDS. This is the thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, here's the thing. To me, that's why, like you said, it is very important to create safe spaces. I am a person that will straight up tell you, listen, things happen. Things happen. And let's just be transparent because my goal is to be here for a long time, as healthy as I can. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your status is. The only thing that I know is at this point in time, I can choose if that's something that I want or if, if, if it's something that I don't want for myself. But allow me that chance to, to decide. As a respectable human, I would hope you would allow me that. Um, but I, I would say, um, once upon a time, I was making men sign non-disclosures and on the non-disclosure to even be with me it had where you have to tell people you had to let me know like all right what, what you got going like and that was part of what i had for myself like mm-hmm. you have to let me know your status you have to let me know what's going on with you and your body because if something comes up with me i'm coming back to this paper because you got to be like it ain't me because I mean, here's like literally, I would go and get tested, and then mm-hmm. I, my, test re- my test results would be on the NDA with literally like the date and everything saying, like, she clean, she's been clean since this time. What you got on? And I don't see anything wrong with that. And I still don't, I don't know why I start that shit. I've been falling in love, Candy. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> 
But there's nothing wrong with that either, as long as you have the same standards of having that conversation and going to get tested and making sure that you guys stay clean. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. And if anybody tells you there's anything different, then that's not the person for you. Okay. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, my goal is to stay safe and disease free. Now, now, there are plenty of people that live with those things, right? And there are ways to prevent you from getting them. And if you so in love with this person, there's nothing wrong with accepting their status, but keeping yourself safe at the same time. I just that's think not- that I people, I, I honestly think, Candy, that people are ill-informed. And that's, a, that's literally a different show for a different day. But people think that the end of the world comes when you're diagnosed with Um, a sexually transmitted disease. And that is very not true. You just have to educate yourself a little bit more. And a lot of people don't want to go that extra mile for anybody. But if you truly find yourself in love with somebody, it shouldn't be that difficult to go study about what they have going on. I know that when my dad was diagnosed with diabetes, my mom studied about, you know, um, you know, what diabetes can and can't do, what they can and can't eat, what it looks like, what, what does, like, what does a bad day look like for him? And, um, I think that that's very important. If you call yourself trying to love somebody, then, um, you need to be checking their status and whatever it is, good, bad, or in between, then you have to learn. That's part of life. Life is learning. So learn your status, learn your partner, learn all of that. Right. I wholeheartedly agree. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Mm Mm-mm. So moving forward, so we've talked about, um, we briefly talked about spice. So um, could you just give us a little bit more on spice? And then that's, that because spice is going to get us ready for Valentine's Day. So get the girls ready for their gift. So here's the thing. Like um, I told you, spice is sensuality, right? So we're, we're talking, uh, the first one is sensuality. So we're talking about what you touch, what you taste, what you hear, what you smell, your five senses, right? Mm-hmm. And sensuality can lead to sex or it cannot. It, it can be an anticipation builder and you're like, eh, pump the brakes. That's all I'm giving you tonight, baby. Um <laughs> So think about it. You can get you some clitoral stimulation gel. You can get something for your nipples, something for the shaft of this penis. I mean, there are all kinds of things that you can rub across and massage across their body. Hold on. Huh? Because think about it. Like on our BK line, we have this buttercream icing, um, clitoral stimulation gel oh my god it's so tasty so tasty it's called sweet on me mm-hmm. and i put it on his nipples on the testicles mm-hmm. so that i can lick it all the way up to the head of his penis oh and don't forget that fren- frenulum area where that little line right um it's about what you hear right so some guys like to hear audible yeah like to hear all that right mm-hmm. they want to hear you moan and groan and all of that good stuff it's about all of your five senses that smell we have lavender candles we have um uh, all kinds of fruity type candles that you can smell but also then that you can pour over them and it's not wax it's oil mm. and then you can massage into them that's that's using all of your senses right I so like that's 
like oh yes pheromone sprays we got all of that right um and then you got passion what is spice without a little bit of passion and some pa- passion looks different for everybody right mm-hmm. for me personally passion looks like oh take me in your arms and kiss me i'm a kiss girl Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you. Mm. Crazy minivans. Come on, girl. I feel it in my shundo. Hey. Okay. So listen. <laughs> Give me that deep, passionate kissing. You got what, what you want, daddy. How you want it, daddy. Like that, that's what's gonna get to me. But other people, it could be uh choking them. Other people, it could be um p- pushing them up against the wall and taking what they want, not in a rape sense type of way, but in a ooh, aggressive type of way, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's passion, be spontaneous, be fun. It's spontaneity for me. Hello, hello. And we talked about intimacy. We talked about using your five love languages for intimacy. That's the I in spice for me, right? So we've talked about all of that. You got to use all of those things. Um, If your person is a physical touch and quality time person, that's your preheating the oven. That's them. That's that. That's right there. Because then I'm going to be like, bling, hello, bling. You gave me everything that I needed. So here, here you go. What you want, baby? (laughs) <laughs> um, communication is the C Child We could talk for hours and hours And hours, what's that Mooney Long song? Yes! No, for hours real. And hours. hours and hours Why? Because it's so important To build that foundation And know what the other person like This could be erotic conversation Or it could be talking about the news But whatever that conversation Looks like to you to be foreplay, right? And proper communication to know, oh, I I like to be bent over in the bathroom. I like it in the kitchen while I'm cooking. Um, I I, I like it on the patio where my neighbors might hear me say your name. I like it. I like it on my birthday, (laughs) which is on Monday. So happy birthday, girl. You know what type of time I'm on. Um, and then the E is excitement. You see how excited I am talking about this? That's the same excitement you should have here. That's the same excitement he should have there. This the the lingerie might need to come out, or the bra and panty set, or maybe he needs to dress up like a fireman. Role play that shit. Hello? Meet me at the bar and pretend you don't know who the fuck I am and buy me a drink and take me upstairs to the hotel. I Hello? love that. Oh my God. I always <laughs> want to try that. I'm not going to lie. That one is something that I've always wanted to try just to pretend like I didn't know. Like, role play the whole night. Like, role playing a one night stand with somebody that I've been with for years. Oh my God. Like, do it. So do it. Awesome. I'm telling you, do it. Come up with an alternate ego. If there is something about coming up with a different name for yourself that lets mine all of your gray. ambitions go. Hello? What's your mine name? Mine is Gray. Gray? Gray, yeah. Oh, I like that. Girl, hey. my name Gray. Like it's. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I've been Gray for years. Why is mine Renee? Oh, Listen, I don't know what it is about them. The ASM, but mine is Gray. <laughs> yeah, my name is Renee. Mm, I'm upstairs with me. Hey, what's your name, my Gray? Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you. And so like putting all of those things together, 
you, you should never have a dull moment, right? Ever. And so that's what I teach people. The, um, I'm doing a 30-day couples challenge called Spice. And you get some certain products, but you get 30 days of lives and 30 days of memes that tell you exactly what you should be doing that day. And you're supposed to try it and you get two different options on the day so that you can't tell me that you couldn't do one of them. Mm -hmm. One is extreme and one is not. So Mm -hmm. do it. Listen, I wish I had somebody to be coupled up with because we'd be taking the spice class. I'm trying to spice in my life. Well, where's baby boy that you've been with? Okay, that's another show. Okay. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you put all those things together, it makes a world of difference. And, you know, I had somebody that I was doing one-on-one with this and doing 30 days with them, you know, this particular couple. And when I tell you they had been married for 15 years and had stopped having sex for two years. And when I tell you now, you would think that they was jackrabbits, baby. Um, (laughs) The only, I think they only skipped, like, uh, we did it for 30 days a couple months ago and I get a checkup with them every 90 days now. And so they got their 90 day checkup and they're talking about, okay, so the only time we didn't do it is when his sugar got a little low and um, we thought he was going to pass out for me riding him. So... (laughs) But you know, it's about suggestions that sometimes you not never thought of. There are couples around me that think that everything that I'm teaching is normal. And when I tell them it's not normal because of so many issues that happen mm-hmm. throughout, they're like, damn, well, we need to come talk to them and tell them about ours. But it's about friendship foundation too you know making yourself comfortable enough to do all of those things because you know sex is sometimes a taboo thing to talk about but when you're with your partner there should be nothing that you couldn't talk about nothing it should it's like i to me and this is me you know my personal opinion i think that sex is the like most intimate form of a person that you get like you get their nakedness, you get every part of them. So anybody that I ever had sex with was definitely somebody that I felt like I could, that I've connected with on a, on more than just a, you know, just a personal friendship level. Like, so if we are connecting bodies, there should not be anything that I, I just feel like, Oh, I can't tell you this. Oh my God. I God forbid. Like, no, like we, we come together. And you know, I understand because a lot of times um, you're fearful of what that other person is going to say. I get it. It's a natural feeling. Mm -hmm. But when you're with your best friend or who you supposed to be best friends with, there should be a time and a place where you can really just say, hey, babe. Safe space. And I always start with a positive first, though. Like, oh, my God, I love the way you suck on my breast. Oh, my God, it just turns me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the way you kiss me at the door. It just turns me on. Um, but by, I kind of don't like it when you you nibble on my clit. It doesn't really feel good. Um, oh, I didn't know you li- didn't like that. Because I started with a positive first. Mm-hmm. And he got that reassurance that, oh, I, I, I'm doing a good job, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll let you know, hey, I don't really like that part. So can we fix it? Can we change it up a little bit? Let me tell you what I do like. 
And you always want to lead with a resolution, not with, nah, nah, nah. okay, let me tell you, Savon, I got for 5.26. Let me tell you something. I was in my office with a couple. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, what seems to be the problem? What's going on? You know, why are you guys here? He don't know how to F me right. Whoa, wait. <laughs> he don't do anything right. I never get off. I never have an orgasm. I can't say the same thing. <laughs> I tell you, this man looked like he was about to cry, first of all. So you can tell that that's the normal way she talks to him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have sex with you. Yeah. At all. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes mm-hmm. me feel bad. I don't want to feel bad when I'm supposed to be having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. And she, what, what it broke down after weeks of stuff, she did not know how to say, how to articulate herself in a manner which she still felt heard, which there was something to do with childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So she felt like all she had to do was rah, 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 rah all the time and think that being soft spoken was being weak. Mm-hmm. And so she approached it the same way in her relationship. Mm-hmm. And she had never been to therapy before, never anything like that. So she didn't understand where it came from. After we, after I probed and prodded, she understood that this childhood trauma here is causing you to talk to your husband crazy, which is then causing him to want to step out on you, which God, thankfully, he hadn't yet, but he was se- definitely thinking about it. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think emotional cheating is way worse because it's like you've checked out mentally and- and as soon as you check out mentally, that body that body's gonna follow. Mm-hmm. So, girl, when I t- okay, so um, I don't want to leave off on that because this is a really great conversation. But I really want to leave off on um, what is something we can do on Valentine's Day that just doesn't make like sex sex? Like one thing we can do that doesn't make sex sex. How do we just? What do you mean by not making sex sex? Do you do you mean getting back to the intimate side of things? Yeah, like how sometimes, like you know, the memes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook—they're just like, "Oh, your girl wrapped up her vagina for uh, Valentine's Day," like like it's not the same one. So how do we make that like like not? It ain't the same today, baby. Well, how, uh, mm, I was about to say this. This might this might upset some people, but I was about to say, how how about you take sex off the table for Valentine's Day? <laughs> how about we take the sex off the table? Why, Ebony? Why? How about we leave it up to the sensuality, the passion? The making sure that we know each other on a mental and spiritual and heart level, and then we can have sex the next day. But how about we focus on all of those things on Valentine's Day instead of the sex? That's beautiful. If I had a Valentine, we'd be more focused. Because <laughs> I can have sex with you any day, right? But if we designated this day of of love, right? Love. I can, I can only imagine like how much better it would be. Oh, that's actually a wonderful idea. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I've, I've the couples that I've talked to this week um, that are still having some issues, that's what I propose to them. Take the pressure off. If you wind up having sex, it's okay. But don't make that the end goal. Romance your partner. That's beautiful. So I, I'm looking forward to their sessions after Valentine's Day so I can hear all the great stories. Yeah, girls, we're getting romantic Valentine's Day, but we have a lot of tools, right? We definitely <laughs> are going to, um, we are going to, oh, I'm so sorry. I just forgot the ac acronym just like that. Read in the comments. Um, what's your acronym? For this, uh, for what we're supposed to do, spice. We're gonna spice. Spice. So it's sensuality, it's passion, intimacy, communication, and excitement. So we're going to spice it up on Valentine's Day, and then we're just gonna save it. We're gonna mm -hmm. save it for a little bit more intimacy and romance. Yes. yes. For all ladies in our relationship, twenty twenty two. Like we are going to communicate with the people that we are with because because it, it's just important. It's it's part of being grown ups, being grown women. We just have to communicate, communicate about our status, communicate about what we like, what we don't like, communicate in general about the things that we love about this human and the things that we wish we can improve. Y'all, this is a great conversation. So, y'all, you already know what time it is. It's time for Grab Your Wine. And Grab Your Wine is story time. That's when I read a, sh a story that somebody wrote in and mm -hmm. we share our opinion. Okay. We'll go first so there's no confusion. Okay. Here we go. An ex has made themselves present to me. They seem like they've changed, though. The way we ended was kind of mutual. He was always busy, and he didn't have much room for us. Now he says he does. I don't know if I can fully trust what he says, but I'd hate to think, what if? What, are you, what would you do? I'm confused on what the issue is. Say that again. An ex has made themselves present to me. They mm. seem like they have changed. Mm. So the way we broke up was kind of mutual. He was always busy and he didn't have much room for us. Now he says he does. I don't know if I can fully trust what he is saying, but I'd hate to think what if. What hmm. would you think? While we're living in what if, I mean, it's 2022. What do you have to lose? Either you make a decision or you're not, right? So either you're going to take a leap of faith or you're not, right? If you trust that <laughs> that maybe he has changed, then give it a try. If you don't see yourself being able to go down that path again and you just can't, there's something there that's telling you, nope, 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 bye. <laughs> I, I think, and I know that it's not that simple, right? I know we get into our emotions and we get into our feelings, but sometimes the decision is that simple. It, me, myself, and I, I would take the leap of faith and go out on a couple of dates with him and see what happens. See, see if anything has changed. I mean, you won't well, know until you try. I'm telling you, <clears throat> this is my advice to you. It doesn't matter what you choose. Don't you get rid of that list. Do not do not get rid of them people. <laughs> do, do. 
Hello? Because you know you got backups, homegirl. Don't you get rid of them because this man that came in your life. You know, get rid of your list. Go on them dates. Get that man two weeks. Because in two weeks, I, I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I went on a date recently. And this man was wonderful. He's awesome. I can't wait to go on a date again. But he was like, how do you see, like, what do you see? Do you see yourself with me? And I said, not yet. And he was like, well, I can see myself with you. I said, um, men know pretty quickly. I was like, men and women are different, but men know pretty quickly if they want to be with a woman or not. So I'm not shocked. And so he was like, wow, that was kind of harsh. I was like, it's not harsh. It's the reality. Like men who know what they want and know how they want it and what they like, like if they like their coffee, like black or with cream, they know what they want. And it's it. Like, you don't have to second guess anything. By two dates, a man knows if he wants you to stay or if he just wants to have sex with you. He knows. I'm telling you, do not cut off them men. Don't cut off them other ones trying to date this one. Go go in and, and have a light heart about it. Like, whatever happens, happens. But do not cut off them men. That's my advice. But you did say something that some people don't think about. If a man knows what he wants, if a man doesn't know what he wants, be then that's a whole different ballgame. You're going to be in limbo. Hmm. And that's not, and, and you know, some people are built, like some people can handle a man in limbo and they can handle like what, like if he gets his life together, I know what he'll be like. Some people can handle that, but other people like myself, like, I'm not on that. Like, you either know what you want or you don't. And if you do, cool, we can keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, like, you're not the one for me, and that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. one person will come by. Or maybe you have to spend the block one more time, which kind of sounds like him. Like, maybe he's trying to spend the block because maybe he didn't know what he wanted at first, and now he does. But um, at the end of the day, it's really up to you. But I'm telling you, you're going to be really upset if that man is that, that is still the same person, and you don't cut off everybody. Because now, mm-hmm. now they going to be married with kids. Ugh. <laughs> is this from experience okay you know, and i hate to see it but you know uh congratulations and i'll send a gift <laughs> girl you almost made me spit this here and oh okay i gotta say when we get to this next part i'm gonna tell y'all why we giggling so much too okay moving forward now we're to the wine down and typically this is where i tell you about the wine of the day but actually y'all because it was doing all the monkey pool raining i was just not going to the store so i didn't pick up any wine um but y'all know I, I'm, I'm gonna get it on and pop it next week because i done lost the weight that i was supposed to lose, lose from drinking again y'all yes we back to the liquor <laughs> Okay, listen. Then <laughs> the wind down is brought to you by Say My Name Media. All right. So now we're to one of my favorite portions of the show, and it is called Let That Shit Go. And Let That Shit Go 
is a part of the show where you have to let go of something that no longer serves you. So what are you letting go of this week? Um, mm, mm. um, oh, okay. Transparent moment. Okay. My mom and I are not close. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends recently lost her mom. Mm-hmm. And it it brought up so many emotions for me and me trying to connect with my mother and, you know, just wanting her to be around my son, who my grandmother was the love of my life. You know, when that woman died, I felt like my mama died, you know? Mm-hmm. So I hate the fact that he doesn't have that connection with my mom. So mm-hmm. I really had to let it go this week. I was just like, I, but I've let this go before, but all of that got stirred up when her mom passed away because she was just expressing you know some things and emotions and feelings and whatnot so you know i, I I'm, I'm letting it go i'm letting it go it doesn't serve you gotta let it go no. <laughs> oh man oh my goodness y'all are you letting go girl <laughs> wait wait Now we had to pick up the glass. Wait. Let me take a scoop of this Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, let me tell y'all something. Y'all know I'll be out here trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to be a one woman, a one woman, no, one man woman. Okay. And I realized that I'm 20 plus. Girl, forget that. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, whenever I want to do it, with whomever I want to do it, because that's my business and that's nobody else's business. And if you don't want me doing anything that I want to do, whenever I want to do, however I want to do it, then you need to tell me, hey, stop. But mm -mm. if nobody's going to tell me, hey, stop. And I'm not gonna stop, and that's between me, and that's I'm letting it go. What's that TikTok? That's on somebody pissy, uh, pimping ass grandma. <laughs> that's the face you just gave me. <laughs> so, if any of y'all want to get serious, tell me to stop doing whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it, then I guess now's your time. It but is. until then. It's a hot girl summer, even uh-huh. in the winter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Hmm. Anyways, because <laughs> that's just mine. That was mine. I see you let something go, go. You have to drink to that. So let it, that shit go. Oh. <laughs> of the show is called I'll Drink to That. And I'll Drink to That is something that uh, we celebrate about you. So what do you want us to celebrate about you tonight? Oh, man. Um... I think that um, a couple of years ago, I suffered from imposter syndrome. Like I was telling myself I wasn't good enough for this and good enough for that. But baby, when I tell you, um, God has done so many great things. Um, me putting out all my courses and me sometimes selling out all of my courses. All right. Um, 
Hello? So <laughs> um, me being able to get some of these couples to where they need to be and having in great intimacy and great relationships. Yes, me, all the way. And me doing it as a autism mompreneur. Woo! Hallelujah. If anybody is an autism mommy or daddy and you know the struggle, the struggle is real. And I'm doing it and helping five other businesses run their companies. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. That is good. You are so multifaceted, multi-talented, <laughs> and you're so down to earth. It's so cool. It's just like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm, I wish you nothing but blessings. I will definitely drink this, yes, girl. Ooh, thank you, and you know I support you all the way, sister girl. You know we got to have you back on my show. You of know? course, we need some updates, baby. Oh, <laughs> you know. I got some for you. I've been using some of the tricks we talked about too. Hey, get it. Work. Um, Work. Um, y'all, so what are we gonna drink to? Y'all, uh, you know what we gonna drink to? I lost 10 pounds. I said I was gonna lose. So guess what I had yesterday when I went out on my little day? I had a margarita and I deserved it, y'all. So too yes. I had, I haven't been I haven't I haven't had a drink, a little sip. I ain't even put my tongue like this. And a liquor. <laughs> well, I took a sip of that margarita and I was like, this. <laughs> and he said, Are you good? I said, I'm feeling good. <laughs> you should have been, child. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Man, that margarita hit quick, y'all. But I'm so happy that I met my goal. It's not like I'm going to do the full, but it is my birthday and I'm feeling really good. And I'm just glad to be alive. I'm glad to. You know, be around people who love me, who care about me. I'm glad to be, you know, letting stuff go for real and really embracing things and, you know, moving forward with purpose and passion. So um, mm. I really will drink to that. Like the next, yeah. time, the next time I'll be on my show, I'll be a year older. And I'm just, I feel so blessed, y'all. We've been doing this for a year. Like everybody here, we've been doing this for a year because I started this on my birthday last year. Like I'm so thankful. I feel so blessed, y'all. Like I'm there's nothing but up from here, baby. Nothing. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. For real. This was a great show. I'm telling you. Oh my I'm so happy to you asked me to be on here, girl. And there was nobody else. I was like, literally, I said, who can talk about never mind? I was literally gonna (laughs) I said, who could never? <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> it's that time. It's her time to shine, baby. Tell everybody how they can find you one more time. Okay, so on all platforms, I am Candyology CS, and you spell Candyology C A N D Y. O-L-O-G-Y-C as in cat, S as in Sam uh, for coaching services. So every platform, TikTok, Snapchat. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm not on Snapchat. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, is that the only places that I'm at? YouTube is Candyology Radio. Candy J. Mm-hmm. 
All righty. Awesome. And you can find me on all social media platforms at two number sevens, S-E-V-O-N. For all things that make Dallas complete, make sure to check out Complete Magazine on all social media platforms and on our website, www.completemagazine.com. That's complete with a K, you guys. Last things last, make sure to check out our sponsors, www.faceoffboutique.com, where everything on the site is $30 or less. That's beauty on a budget. And shout out to our sponsors, Say My Name Media. If you're looking to increase your online presence, be sure to check out Say My Name Media for all your graphic, web design, photography, and videography needs. I want to thank you again for being on this show. It was so awesome and amazing. The girls are ready. Thank everybody for watching. Y'all are so amazing and beautiful and special to me. So until next time, I'll grab the wine. Thank y'all. Good night. And stay warm, stay safe.